Welcome back to the Clocked Out Podcast. I'm with my friend James Crouch. You might have heard him on one of our sponsors. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, what's up, dude? How you been? Good, good. You know, keeping busy, doing a lot of shooting, a lot of shooting like crazy, a lot of sleeping in the car, a lot of being on the road. You're famous for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the classic shit. So, you know, for those of you who don't know James, I met him um, at Duncan. Duncan (laughs) Donuts. Good old Duncan Donut days with the flat top. (laughs) <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh yeah we were uh serving out coffees like it was our job and it was and uh he kind of like re-sparked this this uh passion of photography that I had you know in in like middle school and high school and then after I graduate he was like yo you want to come take some pictures and I was like sure and then you know the rest is history from there yes sir yes sir Man, the days at Dunkin' Donuts forever shaped me and my mind <laughs> and my appreciation for self-employment alone. I mean, we worked with a bunch of shitheads. Oh, my God, we sure yeah. did. Yeah. For us to be able to find, like, a bond in a place like that, having to deal with the high stress, the constant, yeah. you yeah. know, stress of dealing with, uh, Definitely. I guess, customer service in general, for us still be able to, like, kick it, be cool, and, like, have fun. And make fun with it instead of, you know what I mean? Like, being down and out, man, was just amazing. Um, yeah, dude, we've... <laughs> I mean, we've done some crazy shit there. Like, <laughs> like I remember I remember this one night, um, I uh, I had one of our coworkers over at my house, and we were drinking. And let's just say we each finished a bottle of... a, a decent-sized handle of Captain. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit. each, yeah. each. And so we each had to work at seven in the morning the next day. Wow. And so I kicked that person out in the morning. No, when I was like leaving for work, I was, and that person did not want to go to work. And so they called out, got fired, and I showed up drunk as shit to work, like, yo, who wants coffee? But I fucking was done. Hurting after that, oh I'm my sure. God. And I, um, I told my, you know, the, our boss at the time, I was like, dude. I need I need help. I need you to put me at like the front counter so I could just hand people donuts and act like I'm, you know, doing just fine. Because <laughs> yeah. there's no way I was doing the drive-through, <laughs> <Might, laughs> like not at all. Mess up and throw up in someone's car, oh, dude. I was so close, and I never felt so hungover. I was still drunk, so I don't even know if that's considered hungover. But I got my ass to work. I will never call. I barely call out, and um, you know, I got my ass to work, and I. Made my coffees and did our thing, you know, and I'm glad that I worked at Dunkin' just because of this whole thing that happened, and um, yeah, it, it it lasted long, you know, our friendship did last last a lot longer than any other friendship at Dunkin' that I've had. Oh, you know? for sure, you know, I can't say it enough, man, for us to be able to have fun and, and make fun in those situations, man, was just amazing, like the whole flat top thing that Paula was referring to at the beginning <laughs> of the show. Yeah. Someone's in the drive-thru. Uh, we're taking the order. Mm-hmm. I think there's a couple of us. It's me, him, and another guy who we're actually pretty cool with as well, too. And, uh, you know, people give you the specifics of their order, you know, when they're still there uh, at the platform. And I think uh, it was something on the lines of us asking for um, them if they wanted a flat top 
or a dome lid. Okay, so what what happened was? Thank you. I'm sorry. This my person, no, nah, you're good. It's it was a while ago. Um, this person was like, yeah, can I? It, she ordered um, she ordered a a latte. Ah. And the lattes get whipped cream on it, and yes. it was an iced latte, and she wanted, uh, she didn't want whipped cream. She wanted the flat top. So she goes, <laughs> so she goes. Uh yeah, can I get the flat top with that? Or can I get that with a flat top? And then James out of nowhere just turns his head like this. <laughs> you want the fade so, with that? You want the fade with that? And for those of you who don't get that, you know, the flat top haircut with the fade. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was something that it's a monumental story in our friendship and we just keep bringing it up. It's fucking hilarious. That was you had gold. to be there. Yeah, cuz it, it was it was so hip fire. Mm. It felt so natural in the moment yeah. and uh not everybody gets that barbershop talk, but no, you know, <laughs> not everybody, but we brought the barbershop to Duncan. We didn't give yeah, a shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was so much fun. And that uh again, that inspired me to uh excel out of that uh field or having to do that. Yeah, like that whole like working for someone else type of thing, right? Yeah, but you know what I mean? I guess there's different levels of it. You know, you can be doing much better, like, quote unquote better, making more money, should I say? Oh, yeah, definitely. Everybody could. For somebody who yeah. works at like a corporate job or, you know what I mean, something like that. Yeah. But in a part-time job, it's a little tough because you got to deal with the the psyche of the customer service and then not making a lot of money at the same time yeah so you make shit for money yeah and you have to deal with people's shit yeah and their attitudes yeah you know, if their husband's <laughs> cheating on them they come in and give you this stank eye and you're just oh, like man, dude i didn't cheat on you yeah it's just brutal. let me get you your fucking coffee <laughs> you know and what i mean leave, like, and like, get the fuck out of here go be miserable somewhere else and i'm way too like <laughs> nice and like passive for that like it really yeah. would always take like for somebody to be like super aggressive to bring it out of me and i think mm -hmm. i'm still very much so like that but yeah I feel like people deserve that, the benefit of doubt. You know what I mean? Everybody's got something going on. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just how we choose to leave the house. Do we take that with us? Do we Definitely. leave that at home? Definitely. And uh, a lot of what I do with the whole photography and being out on the road and just being in nature in general yeah, plays a huge part and is an aid in just acting as like a reminder to just – you know, stay in remembrance of that there, you know what I mean? Like nature and the world and everything like that is going to continue to keep ticking and turning. Yeah. Whether I choose to be angry, upset or whatever, I still got the world things does to not do. give a fuck. It does. The world does not give a fuck because it it's going to keep moving on. It Maybe maybe society, which, I, you know, people misconstrue the two and they tend to put those two together. But maybe nah. society might act like they care. But yeah. they really don't. And the world's yeah. it's it's not that the world doesn't care. It's, it's just the world is a constant. It's, yeah. it's like, so like you can't while stop you're it. still caring about one thing, they're already on to like the next five things. Right. And right. so you're still stuck on that one thing. But, you know, things keep just because you're stuck on that one thing doesn't mean things just stop happening. Exactly. You know what I mean, like exactly. things keep happening. And um, I noticed one thing, you know, with doing uh, photography with James definitely brought me into like a more positive mindset and outlook on life and like a more like humbling way. I get that from other sources as well. But like. You know, when we would go out every day to take pictures that, you know, that's a large consumption of my life. And that really those years that we did that for so many days in a row, just every day, like, yo, where are you trying to go today? And this and that, you know, that 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 molded my mind a little bit to like not really take things so seriously. Obviously, I'm right. not perfect and I'm human and, you know, yep. things do bug me and yep. shit like that. But, you know, like those days definitely 
I would say important. I was at like my peak of just not giving a fuck mm-hmm. about most things and just being in tune with myself mentally is like, you know, definitely a good life experience on my end, you know? Yeah, we find that as we get older that, you know, why stuff doesn't really start or stress us out as much is mainly that we start to understand that, you know, there's nothing that we can do to control it. You know what I mean? And um, I guess we just go into different situations handling things different. Oh, yeah. Um, So I think it's very important to have bad days and hard days and challenges and stuff like that because those continue to shape us to be that person that we project to be in our mind or that we yeah. hope to be imagine how lame it would be if we were all the same and we thought the same and we and did the same thing good. and everything was good we i mean you have to have some needed. bad to even have good how do you define good without bad you know what i mean absolutely like, so you know like i just i really i really appreciate the the days that we did up in you know those grotten days where i lived down there with you guys and those were those were good times for me you know absolutely same and Hey, if I could, you know, I would fucking be on the road with you almost every day. You Dude, know, that, that shit could, was fun. I mean, the reason I'm, you know, obviously the reason a lot of us aren't doing it, you know, as much as we would like to be is because either, you know, we have to work, you know, it's, it, there's a lot of money involved in doing that all the time. And there's different avenues of doing it and being out on the road and finding work when you're out on the road there's there's you can be inspired in so many different ways in this and i think that's what i value the most yeah is that it's it's no one right way it's so many different ways we can go about it and um it's priorities man and it's honestly priorities and it's like you prioritize those road experiences mm. more than anything, right? Right. And it's like, that's your priority. If everybody had the same priorities, we'd all be doing the same shit. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's Absolutely. like, you know, my priority is eventually to, play, I guess, play the game of life and really, like, have my own space and have my own independence and really, like, do my own thing. That's dope. Um, but everybody has their own path, you know? And yep. eventually we're all going to end up to the same spot. It's just how do you want to get there, you know? It's it's really how you want to get there. Well, I think it's going to be different spots for sure. It's definitely going to be different spots, but, I mean, we're going to s- still be able to coexist in the same space, you know? Yeah, because, yeah. like you said, everybody's different. Everybody's got their own thing, but it's um, it's hard for people to, you know, be open-minded and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, I'm, I'm I mean, I think that's the reason why I end up around certain people and spend so much time with them is because like we parallel. Yeah, you have to, I mean, you have to connect with the, I mean, my biggest thing in life is connections. Right. And I, and the connections that I have with certain people, you know, are almost like they don't, you can't buy them. You can't buy that. You can't, right. You can't put a price on that because you know, they're so rare to find. And that's why, like I have a select group of people that I consistently allow in my life. And, and, and that's why I value that because it's like, you know, you can have fucking materialistic shit. Right, yeah. You know, all you want. And tons of it. Yeah, but you mm-hmm. you, you try going out and finding a reliable-ass friend that you could call at 2 in the morning, you know, and vent to if you want, or whatever, whatever, pick you up from somewhere, you're in trouble or whatever. You find a consistent friend like that, that's a lot harder to find than just materialistic shit. If I want a materialistic shit, I go to the store. Right. I know where to find that. Right. That's why it's so rare Yeah. to have connections with friends and you know relationships and you know everything business people like every aspect of life it's good to have connections with right absolutely because it just leaves you open to like infinite opportunity yeah whether it's just you know 
experiencing stuff with friends up to a large scale of things of now you're friends with these people who know these people that now got you connected with this and now it's pushing your career networking is the reason why i was able to stay in portugal as long as i did right for a year and and that like because i i knew some people there and that blossomed to knowing more people there, knowing people from like France, knowing people from, you know, Thailand, knowing people from, I know a couple from like Bolivia. And it's like, I know all these people. So if I ever want to go to Bolivia, I just call up my friends and be like, hey, can I crash on your couch? That's so you know what awesome. I mean? Like, it's just things that <laughs> I you, strive to be dude, like that. <laughs> it, you know, and and you, you can be like that, you know, with time. And it's like, everybody could be like that. It's really what you want. And at that time, that's right. what I wanted. Right. Now I want a more boring ass life because I want to like settle down and and do shit Uh, yeah you know but like it is what you make it though exactly it's all priority all priorities if you want one thing you go for if you want another you go for it's like everybody got their own thing going on right absolutely and yo if it wasn't for you i wouldn't have uh climbed my fat ass to the top of mount joe (laughs) i like to push people to do that i'm telling you bro you sprung that on me and like (laughs) <laughs> halfway up i was like i'm gonna kill this motherfucker like, i was so so pissed. many people have was, been in that same I situation i was so pissed because i was like yo you know it's okay so for those of you who are not in uh you know who did not get the info on this story uh we decided me james and my buddy caleb our buddy caleb uh decided to go on a little road trip what was it like a weekend road trip yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was just for the weekend. And uh, we started up going to Vermont to get beer, cutting over to New York, and then looping around back to Connecticut. And um, <laughs> To get foliage what, as well, too, guys. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> to shoot some foliage as yeah, well, no, too. We definitely, <laughs> but the beer was the drive. main mission. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, just, we didn't just drive for beer because they have that in Connecticut. But no, um, we, you know, we obviously we're all photographers and we wanted to go out and take some photos of the fall foliage that they had up north and New York up, you know, upstate New York is just beautiful. And so that was like that cold week we had in the beginning of fall. Mm-hmm. And we get a campground for Saturday night and we camp out on the ground and the ground is the temperature is like 34 degrees, I remember specifically. And we didn't have like we just had sleeping bags and a pillow, and that's it. And a fire. And a fire. And that was the- <laughs> which I I pissed on, so you pissed on it too. So that that didn't do us any good. Got to diminish the flame. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, we ended up we ended up going fucking getting maybe two. I I got maybe like an hour or two of sleep. These guys actually slept. I'm surprised. And, Ish. Um, but yeah, woke up at five thirty. We wanted to catch sunrise. Uh, James had this really magnificent idea to climb this fucking mountain, which I had no idea it was a mountain. And we get to this national park. We park the truck. I have to shit. It's like <laughs> I horrible. forgot about that part. Yeah, I had to shit. Prairie really dogging. And um, just checking the time here. And uh, I'm like, all right, you know, James said it's not going to be that bad. It's just a lake. So you don't climb to a lake. You just go to it. And um and then he suggested, well, yo, there, if you know, if we if we haul ass, we can make it up this mountain or up this trail. It's just a mile long. And I said, well, <laughs> shit, I could do a mile on the treadmill in like fifteen minutes. So infamous words right there. It's just a mile. It's just long. a mile. And I was like, you know what? Cool, James. That's actually a great idea. I like that idea. Let's do it. Uh, I want to get some sick pictures. So I got my my backpack with my camera gear, which is at least like. I would say 10 pounds. 
And then um, I'm not really prepared for this at all. No like hiking shoes, just sneakers, Adidas actually, and um, a sweater. I'm freezing my ass off, but whatever, the sun's going to rise, so we're good. And then we start this magnificent trip. Uh, we're on the trail. It's looking good at first. It's like, all right, cool. It's just through the, you know, through the woods. No big deal. It's dark, so we had our cell phone lights on. And and then we get to this fucking wall. And I thought, the yo, stairs. I thought, yo, this is it. Like this, where's the scenery, you know? And, <laughs> and then these guys started climbing. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking 230 pounds. I don't want to rock climb. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, what the fuck? And I was like, you know what? It's just a mile. Just keep telling yourself that. It's just a mile. It's not that bad. It's probably right over this little hump. And it was always, it's just over this little hump. It happened like seven fucking times. Yes, yes. False summits are a son of a bitch. And and so I, I keep looking up. It's, it's straight up, by the way. I keep looking up and... I'm like, oh, there's there's the end right there. And then we get to the end, and then it's another fucking thing. And I'm just like, dude, I am going to kill these guys when we get up there. <laughs> and I couldn't kill them because I didn't even have the energy to if I wanted to. And I was just – luckily, we get to the top. Yes, here we and go. And it was it, – listen, I was out of shape. I was wheezing, you know. These guys were decent shape. I, I could tell you guys were a little tired. Caleb was – Caleb was a trooper, man. I'm I'm surprised. You do this normally. But yeah, he was yeah. He was a trooper. Yeah, yeah, and, he did um, good. And so we get to the top. I'm out of fucking breath. I'm dying. I'm my I'm soaked. And uh I still have to shit, by the way. And I get over this fucking hump and I just look around and it is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Mm. Honestly. Mm-hmm. And Part of me wanted to kill you, and part of me was like really happy that I was there, part of that moment, because Fucking I could have easily just waited at the bottom for you guys. Yep. And I was glad that I got to share that moment with you guys, because it was such a great sunrise to Beautiful. witness, and Beautiful just a great sunrise. scenery. If you guys want to go on my uh, photography Instagram and uh, James's photography Instagram, they're uh, they're the pictures speak for themselves. That that view was incredible. Absolutely, I was uh, I felt bad because uh, up in that spot. Again, it was our first time. Well, I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but it was my first time hiking this summit here. Okay. Uh, but I had seen it in photos. Very infamous spot. Um, little did I know that uh, when you get up top, it's a small window mm. to the most infamously shot spot, I guess. Okay. And that's ideally what I was going uh, for. With the lake? With the lake, the yeah, foliage, that little, that little like that little slot in the, the bushes, gap between yeah. the trees. You got the pines in front of you with the mountains, and then we had that incredible sunrise. You know, um, yeah. So I'm set up there, and I'm like, "Oh, this is a great opportunity to time lapse, and I can just take one of the photos out of the time lapse to maybe post or something too." But my main goal was the time lapse. So, um, not only did I hog one of the infamous spots up there the entire you time definitely did everybody was like dude is this guy gonna fucking catch a break real yeah quick? yeah but people were like super like um i guess like cool about it like they kept coming up to me like hey do you mind if i sneak in there i'm like dude i'm time lapsing do your thing yeah i do not mind at all whatsoever and uh so not only did i hog that spot a guy drops his lens and thank god for uv filters if you don't have a uv filter on your camera lens even if it's a kit lens, it doesn't matter. I promise you it is going to save your life. If you drop your lens and it doesn't happen to damage any of the yeah. motor mechanics inside of the lens, and it uh, you don't have a filter on there, chances are you're going to smash 
the front element or rear element. However, it collides with the ground. I fear that day. I These filters fear that day. will save your life the same way that the glass filters that goes over your smartphone will save your life. Like, yeah. do it. Please. So, yeah, so he definitely lost a UV filter, but it was fine. The lens, I think, was lens fine. The lens was perfectly fine, optically yeah. fine. It was just a filter. I heard it crack. I felt so bad. Dude, though. I heard it crack, and I just cringed. I never oh. want to hear that noise again because I looked at you two. I thought you guys dropped something, and I was like, what the fuck happened? And I look over, and this dude's just like, ah. <laughs> oh, man, it you is know? it is like disheartening Like to eat, like for anybody, even if it's not yeah. yourself. I think when it happens to me directly, I'm pissed. Yeah. Whether I like channel yeah. that or not, yeah. I'm pissed. I'm like, yeah, of course. you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I try I try not to I try to be very careful with my stuff. And I Absolutely. get in the habit of because you know, I'm not made of money and I can't just no, go no, ahead no. and buy more cameras like that or lenses or anything like that. So I try to get in the habit of changing my lenses out um over my camera bag. Right. Yep. And then um walking around with my camera with the strap around my neck. Yeah. So those are the two things that I try to do consistently. Obviously, it's not all the time, but I consistently try to do those things because if I drop this shit, I'm I'm fucked. That's it, man. Yeah. Thousands and thousands of dollars just like that. And um, it's going to just be that one time where you decide, oh, I just want to run quick. I want to get this shot and I want to get this shot while I'm there in this one scene and stuff. And you're going to be stuffing lenses into your pocket. Yeah. Trying to scramble out to a spot and you're going to drop it on a rock. And it is gonna hurt you, like oh, yeah. that. It yeah. sucks. Yeah, we spend too much money, care, time, and you know what I mean. With the ultimate end process of things is too valuable to us at as photographers. Oh, oh definitely. To kind of like lose, you know, one of the pieces of our you know utility setup. So yeah, I just man, like I said before, I just don't have money to buy another camera. No, you know? so dude. it's like I gotta, I gotta do what I gotta do and. I'm a budget baller. Like, I never, that's you know, it, knock bro. on like, wood. That's it. Knock on wood. I never dropped my camera. Never, never dropped lenses. Never dropped anything. And I want to keep that streak alive. That's good, man. <laughs> you know, like I have, I can speak from experience about the filter thing. I've never cracked a front uh, element, but the UV filters I've cracked. Um, I've cracked like the casing. Okay. On a, on a lens, it didn't really affect it optically. But mm. wait, hold up. Did you are you were you the one that dropped their whole shit in the ocean? So, oh, okay. So, no, I didn't <laughs> drop it in the ocean. I was using a neck strap. Okay. Man, this is actually a pretty cool story. You mind if I tell it? Yeah, tell it. Okay. So, I didn't uh, get to spend too much time out in California. Let me know if we hit uh, the time at all, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll let you um, got like four minutes. Okay. Um, so, I didn't get to spend too much time out in California, but the time that I did spend out there, I was trying to hit like a lot of the popular spots, even if that meant driving a little bit. I was uh, stationed, so to speak, in um, Laguna Hills, and that That's put me. That's not a bad place to be stationed. No, it's nice, and it's not as like MTV as people would think. Yeah. Um, Laguna Beach, it, it's in some parts still is, but um, it's not as like MTV as it used to be. I guess in the early 2000s. But anyway, gotcha. so. Um, yeah, long story short, I'm tripping out different spots. I find this spot that's just outside of San Diego. And if I'm not mistaken, I might say this wrong. It's the Los Cabarillos National Monument. And it's a sea cave. And it's it's been deemed unsafe. Um, so I did break the law. That's 
kind of like you're, uh, uh, one of my premises. Guy. I, yeah, you're I'm, that guy. You I'm may, definitely you that guy. Much, yeah, you pretty much do that every time you go out taking pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll fast forward a little bit, try to speed this up. Uh, so I, you know, me, I saw the sign. I'm like, I'm going. I'm here. I of drove course. all the way here. Of course. Set out. I got my water shoes on. I got my camera around my neck. I got my tripod. I'm pretty geared up. Mm. And I knew I was going to be able to get to the sea cave. I just didn't know how. So I go on. The tide's out at this point. Um, so you got like these nice tide pools you can walk through and stuff like that. And I see like this small, like opening. It's really not that big. It's probably was no bigger than this table, maybe a little bit bigger than this table. And it's just like this gap. And I like peeked my head in real quick. And then I saw the entire sea cave. I was just like, holy shit, this is it. So I climb in. What do I do? I come around the corner. There's two people ass naked, ass naked on the beach there. No, 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 no. They ain't fucking. But just, dude's just, just dangling. They're just tanning their asses. Teddy's just dangling. <laughs> and they're just sitting there. They got beers in their hand and shit like that. I'm like, damn, I can't blame them. But, like, they're going to see me. And I definitely just invaded their privacy. So I kind of, like, pulled up. Oh, I didn't just see all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm here now. My bad. Keep tanning your assholes. They put their clothes on. They were real cool about it. Didn't, like, you know what I mean, freak out or anything like that. Uh, eventually, I ended up having them stand in the... Uh, little tide pool in there that's coming in the sea cave and i had a wide angle lens and i stood back so you saw like the opening and of their, the sea cave. and their shadow type of thing and what, so oh, you saw them just kind of like chilling there getting spotlighted by the sun and you oh, got okay. the ocean coming in so it looks like a fucking pamphlet like photo or whatever Perfect. they were just ass naked and now they're in my photo i should have kept them ass naked <laughs> and then had them in the photo you know yeah. maybe send it in corona or some the shit. eye of the butthole yeah <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, fast forward a bit more. I'm leaving the cave. They're really cool. I chat with them for a little bit. And uh, as I'm leaving the cave, I see this tribal mask. I can't make this up, brother. This tribal mask is just chilling on this rock. It's a challenge to get to, but I see that it's washed up. And this thing looks beat up. It's even like so like authentic looking. It's got like a coat hanger. Please tell me you, you got it. I got it. Okay. I got the... The mask, I went out to the mask and everything like that. I'm coming back. Again, I got my camera dangling around my neck. So, again, I did not drop my camera. But I went and I got the mask. I was so pumped. At this point, I had pulled out my phone, little iPhone, I think like four or five at the point. Took a shot of it. Decided it would be a good idea to put my phone on the back of the mask as I hold it walking through these tide pools because the, now the tide's coming back in. And I step into a tide pool that's like a couple feet deep. Just dramatic change, just out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, shit. Whoop. Phone goes in the water. I don't even realize it, but after I come to it and I realize that my phone is in the water, I'm looking down. My camera is submerged in salt water. And if you guys uh, don't know, huh. fresh water you can get away with, with some rice and a lot of faith and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> but salt water is is just your toast electronics antichrist like yeah, like yeah. <laughs> that you are done after that there's no saving it damn uh very few chances but so anyway uh the camera's done the phone's done i'm in san diego i'm from connecticut i'm in california and i don't know how to get back to laguna hills per se fuck i've been out there a couple months but i'm not that savvy well hold that thought yeah we'll be right back be right back y'all before we continue, I just want to give a quick shout-out to the sponsor of the show, which is Our Galaxy Workshops by James Crouch. James has been a longtime friend of mine and taught me the fundamentals of photography, and he could teach you as well. If you're trying to seriously get into photography or just want to do it as a hobby, visit Our Galaxy Workshops on Instagram and reach out to James Crouch. 
Again, that's Our Galaxy Workshops on Instagram, and let them know Paulo sent you. Welcome back. Uh, welcome James back. was just <laughs> he said, <laughs> uh, "Yo, cheers, man." Cheers, brother. Got Thanks fresh for coming drinks. through. No problem. You were just telling us about uh, this story, how you fell into a ditch of water. At this point of the story, for those you know that uh, have been listening and are still tuned in with us, um, at this point of the story, I had watched my phone slide into the water off of the tribal mast that I just found. I was R.I.P. Yes, R.I.P. Damn that phone. But holy shit, man, that mask was amazing, though, and so worth it. And I actually kept it, and I took it home after that. But so uh, I had lost— still have it? I still have it in nice. California. Um, well, it's actually, they moved to Nevada at this point. Okay. But I mean, so— But cool. my stuff is still with them, should cool. I say. Uh, so at this point, I had lost my phone. Uh, and I think I even th- uh, was able to throw in there that my camera at this point was dipped in the ocean. Uh, oh, tits. Not just dipped, uh, submerged. <laughs> I looked down, and that thing was, like, in the water. So at this point, uh, the people that I had ran into originally that were naked and then put their clothes back on, uh, <laughs> those people were leaving the cave uh, right around the same time that I was. And so they saw you drowning? <laughs> they didn't even look my way, actually. Yeah, they're like, fuck uh, you for ruining our day. <laughs> it was so, you know, because I'm a taller dude, the water didn't go above my chest line or anything like that. So I, huh. I wasn't, like, freaking out other than about my phone and my camera. Um, but so I yelled over to them because they took the safe way. I'm over here walking like an asshole through the deep part of the – Tide pool's trying to get the mask, and that's how I ended up in that situation. But they scaled the edge on the outside away from the actual like shoreline, which no is shit. what my dumbass with thousands of dollars of gear should have done. Mm. But I didn't. Um, so they were able to um, help me get back to the highway from that location. And from there, I had been in California long enough to where I could navigate from there. But it all worked out, though, because like, I remember like, – the dude who I was living out there with, he was just getting out of work. I was trying to rush, beat traffic. It was an absolute scramble. And I actually came back to Connecticut uh, about two weeks after that. So I had to uh, spend, uh, I don't know, a week and a half without a phone. It was oh, like, yeah. that Now I remember. I was like trying to text you too, I think. Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah, you were just MIA. I think I was hitting people up on like SMS, like fucking apps <laughs> and shit, like WhatsApp and like fucking all these other like sketchy fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but um, no, it's you know we it, we we live in a good age where it was it wasn't that hard to let the people know that you know are like looking out for me that yo like yo shit my shit, shit is jammed up <laughs> <laughs> it ain't coming back yo and you should have seen me digging in that tide pool trying to get my phone like what am I gonna do with the phone this shit went into the tide pool like under this rock there's probably something did you get that. it or no no nah. oh you're just like <laughs> fuck this I'm but, out like a like 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 an idiot and a stoner of course um. Like, I tried to reach into the water in the tide pool, and that's when I dunked my camera in. And it's like, I'm, I didn't even think about it because I was so worried about the Damn. phone. That's also the age of technology that we live in. We're so attached to these things. It's like... That when they go... You don't even think fucking, about it. You're all fucked up over it. People, I think, would almost even, like, not, not you know, to the extreme to everybody, but I feel like people would almost even sacrifice themselves in a, like a in a sketchy situation like yeah. if their phone falls over the edge they might try to go get it or oh, yeah. something like that like without a doubt without a doubt that's kind of scary no that's that's <laughs> dude that's fucking where we're going now man yeah, like yeah. it's so 
Man, that's a whole other topic, but like, we're in a fucking weird, we're in a weird place right now. Yeah, and and the attachment that I could see in my niece and nephew, for example, to their electronics Mm -hmm. is nothing like when I was growing up. Yeah, because they were like raised on it. I mean, they were like, yeah, no, the the generation coming now, yeah, is being raised on it. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, parents like when they need some downtime or they need to. Fuck. Fo- focus or, or fuck. Uh, they still got to do that, too. They still uh, got to do that. Um, yeah, they will just, like, hand them electronics. And uh, I just hope, like, that, you know, because me as not being a parent, but, you know, I, I, I don't toss the idea out the window completely. Yeah. I just got some stuff I want to do first. But, I mean, like, I want to make sure, like, I'm, like, getting dirty with my kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, playing sports and like yeah, yeah like, shit, like but not fucking like well, yeah but like making them putting them in a position where they go out and they play outside and get their hands dirty and they come home full of dirt and mud and you gotta fucking wash it off them like, right that's the childhood that i think that every kid should have i used to build fucking like forts that's so in these little woods that circle the whole neighborhood hell yeah and like it. there's this nice little creek and we used to build like tree houses next to the 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 creek and it was nice. just we would play all these different types of games cops and robbers i fucking crawled man into hunt. um manhunt my fucking manhunt yeah, was a shit <laughs> yeah bro and um dude we you know we 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 even found ourselves like going into like the sewer under the street you know what i mean not wow. not like people think sewer they think it's gross or whatever no just it's it's like water way. runoff Oh, okay. Things under the street, like yep. the 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 sewers. It's it's really the sewers. When you think of the sewers, it's not like garbage is flowing out of there. It's nah. not like your shit is like in there. Um, it's the water runoff. So where you, you see like the um the grates in the streets, mm. um, all that water flows through tubes underneath the street. And we would crawl into those fucking tubes and see where we could end up. <laughs> and so we started down there, and I ended up f- tracing the one in front of my house. Wow. And my boys lifted up the fucking uh, the grate and pulled me out, so I didn't have to go all the way around. Oh, good, good. So it was Cause, cool. Because could you imagine if you were like three quarters of the way through it and like some fucking sewer creature, like dude, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> like a fucking raccoon just fucks me up. No, I mean like I mean sure like possum, raccoon, all that. But no, like, I just go down there and weird, see the Ninja like, Turtles. Well, that would be dope. <laughs> I'd probably want to smoke a blunt or something with them, you know. But I, like maybe have a little pizza or something mm-hmm. with them, but. No, but I mean like some weird, unexplainable, like fucking creature that like, only lives in sewers. Well, yeah, I, I comes guess, out at like yeah. two in the morning for one hour to feast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he eats the possums and raccoons that you're referring to that are in that, the sewers. <laughs> that's where roadkill actually comes from. It's uh, no one's hitting these things with cars. They're coming out. They're fucking chewing on them. They're spitting them up in the street, Just and then you them. run them over. So it looks like roadkill. <laughs> That's how I mean it makes sense. You know, I mean when you see like these crazy like road kills, it's just like the whole highway. I know this is getting morbid, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the whole highway is just like scattered in blood and guts, and it's just like what, what the fuck the happened hell here? Happened? It looked like someone just got skull fucked, bro. Like what <laughs> with a car? <laughs> it looks like one of those like mutilation like um, like videos or like shots where you see it's like so cows or something. Yeah, like one of those PETA videos or something. Oh my god, yeah, those crazy. are horrible. By crazy. the way. I had a group of friends um, in middle school that were trying to get me to be a vegetarian. And I tried it for a week. It's really hard to as a Portuguese man uh, because we eat a lot of meats. A lot of good food. Yeah, a lot of good food, but we eat meats. All right? Like, yeah. That's in our fucking culture. And 
it was tough. I lasted one week. I was eating fucking salads every day. I was like, this shit fucking blows. Give me a steak. Like, I want to eat a cow. And that's how it happened. Yeah. Nothing against people that are vegetarians. Kudos no. to you. No, yeah. We actually tough. need people like vegetarians. So right. We don't just eat up all the meat on this planet. That's actually a good point. I mean, never really thought about it like that, for sure. Yeah. I mean, but don't. They sent me all these videos, and I was like, oh, fuck, that's gross. And then, like, I would be like, I can't eat meat after that. And then, like, a week would go by, and I'd be like, all right, where's my burger? I'm a bit barbaric. I just don't get grossed out by it. I mean, yeah. like, don't get me wrong. I'm going to throw some really, like, curveball stuff here. Like, when, when we're talking about mutilation videos, I one time seen a video of a camel in, I think it was a the Middle camel? East. Yeah, in a Middle Eastern company. It, it was so depressing because camels are just, man. They're, camels are dope. They're cute, man. Like, yeah. I mean, I would love to fucking have one myself. Big old sack of water on their backs. Yeah. I think that's how Until works, he spits right? on me. Then I'm yeah. pissed. No, I'm but where does he get that spit? Is it from the... The water that's on, what is that? They have is glands. They... they have they have glands. I'm sure where they can just. Are generate. they just packing water though? They like, could be. I mean, please excuse me if I sound fucking stupid as shit right now. But like those humps, don't they store water? Oh, you know what? I'm not sure of the purpose of the humps. I don't fucking if know. I don't even know. People what? are gonna be like, "This guy's a fucking idiot. He should not be allowed to talk on the internet." No, you know what though? Like that's yo. I mean, we could try to act like we know what we're talking about, but like people really. Dude, like the geology, isn't it geology? No. Now you're fucking. I think that's me. rocks. You're saying way too big words. Like I don't know what we it gotta is. keep it kindergarten education on here. But like people seriously study these things and like can like blow your mind. I think that's what's so fascinating about, I guess anybody's craft is like when they're seriously into it, they could really tell you some shit about it. Yeah. Uh, no, I would love to know if camels store waters. You guys, water, you guys, water uh, in their humps. You guys uh, over here, uh, do us a favor. Uh, why don't you drop us a line? What are the humps? Drop for? a line. Drop a line. <laughs> <laughs> Punch line. Uh, yeah, no, I know uh, elephants. They could hold water in their trunks, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, yeah. Some ballsy motherfuckers. What if you got to sneeze? Well, you know, like chipmunks, they store food. And their cheeks. Yo, chipmunks they... got some stretchy cheeks. Well, it's not just their cheeks. They have like an extra pocket inside of their mouth or something that's like expands so what you're telling me what you're telling me is chipmunks could deep throat is like what you're telling a, me a whole lot of meat. like a lot of nuts a whole lot <laughs> chipmunks whole got it lot. dog no but um i don't know i i just know that if i'm an elephant and i'm storing this fucking water all up in my schnoz my schnoz and i gotta fucking sneeze someone's getting fucking soaked <laughs> <laughs> well you saw that photo Someone's of that soaked. uh um that elephant pooping on its own infant what it's a very infamous photo they just shat it's just a big like this is what i think of you welcome of to fucking earth bitch shit and the photographer like froze the action of the like massive turd like this would probably hurt hitting you <laughs> what is it a bag of cement pretty much Pretty much like a brick coming out of What if you give your baby ass? elephant fucking scoliosis? Now that now they can't fucking hold water in its trunk. They 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 probably eat so much grains and stuff like that that it's pretty gross to talk about. But I guess like their their stool is probably hard as a rock. It probably hit them and probably rolled on the ground. What the? Or it didn't hit them at all, and it just like you do realize they, you do realize that so many people are gonna be like, yo, you guys sound like a bunch of fucking idiots, right? I love it though. I love it too. I Bring love it on. to be challenged. If you, by if you that. yeah, because we're all we're just going off of like. 
maybe knowledge. I call maybe knowledge like stuff like you might have heard on TV, <laughs> but like heard you don't a long know, time ago in school. You don't know if it's <laughs> it, if it like goes to if it correlates with like an elephant or an ant eater. You heard it on TV. Yeah, <laughs> you just don't know which animal. You don't know exactly the full details, but you know it. It's a thing. Those programs are fascinating. So I wouldn't doubt if, um, at least for me, if, if they were on in the background or something like that. Like if I. If if my brain is captured, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, you're just gathering information. Yeah, I feel like we we store stuff all the time. You know what this conversation reminds me of? This conversation reminds me of when we were up in Vermont, and oh, uh, God, yes. <laughs> so this is a separate trip other than the one we mentioned earlier. And because uh, James and I, we went on a lot of road trips, just spontaneous bullshit that you know was great memories. Um. And so we were just traveling it up in Vermont, right? Was it like for fall foliage? It was, or? yep, yep. Okay. It was for fall foliage. We stayed up in the Stowe area, I believe. Yep. And we, then we traveled around to uh, Glen Moss. Is that what it's called? It was uh, Moss Glen Falls. Got There's two of them in Vermont, uh, but we were in the one in Stowe. Okay. And, um, and so I don't know why we were so like deliriously energetic, but – we uh we parked the car <laughs> after a day of shooting we parked the car um right under this waterfall and we just chilled there for the night we were going to get some hours of sleep and we were going to pass out and i was cool with it you know like whatever i I'd never slept in a car before at that point and i was just like you know this is going to be tough but whatever and um sure enough we did not really sleep because we had way too much energy. I don't know bullshitting why. The whole and night. We just started bullshitting, <laughs> and probably one of the most um, successful businesses to fail the quickest started that night. It was called Instacasters, and uh, it started from. It was a beautiful thing while it, it was lasted. A, it was a fucking great thing while it lasted, and um, you know we started out by just going on our Snapchat stories, right? I think it was, and we would just make some funny videos. Cause James and I, every time we go on the road, we get, you know, I have a few of these bad boys, and he has a few of those bad boys, and we just get we get right, and then we just talk <laughs> shit, and we, you know, bullshit like we're doing now. This is natural. This is this is us in the car in Vermont right now, guys, and um, and so yeah, we were just posting funny random shit on Snapchat. And then it escalated into going live on Instagram. Constantly, throughout the night. This is like 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning. And we're just going nuts. So ain't nobody up. We just, you know, going live for nobody. And the one time we would get one, I think we got like one or two viewers. And the one time we got a viewer, we were like, oh, shit, what up? And we're just like calling them out and like just having conversations with them. They weren't responding. It was like 3 in the morning. Hitting the wave button. (laughs) (laughs) And we were just, we were just saying anything, man. And it was, it was so, such a funny fucking thing to do and Worst night of sleep in my life, by the way. (laughs) I got like maybe, again, two hours of sleep. My neck hurt from sleeping in the fucking car. Oh, yeah. But it was so worth it. And, you know, we would do little things like that all the time. And, uh, yeah, I wish that, you know, life could have paused there and we could have kept doing that because I would love to keep going. And now now it's more limited. You know, we could do it every once in a while, but like on the weekends and shit like that. But, but that's the goal, you know, and that's what we're working toward, whether it's we're applying ourselves, you know, 100% to doing that all the time or we're 
sidecarring it for a second, getting getting our money and everything oh, yeah. established, and oh, yeah. then going and then at doing it. it. Yeah, it's yeah. never too late. We're never too old. Some, I guess, photographers I can imagine probably don't even, I guess, get fully established at least full time doing photography. Yeah, until their fifties or sixties or. Yeah. You know, there's really no rush. We live in an age where it's very accessible for people and we can show it to people all the time. We don't necessarily need large heaps of notoriety and stuff gotcha. um, to have crazy amounts of reach because you have big corporations and brands and networks and stuff using these social media platforms, yeah. so to speak, um, with all of that available work to see. I mean, so it, it, it could be just that easy yeah. or you could work your entire life putting in resumes and, and, and building up portfolios and submitting them to these people and getting denied just to finally um, just want to make sure that it didn't stop. No, it didn't stop. Okay. That was the, that was the fridge. Okay. All right. Whoa. Got nervous for a second. The, but... the compressor in the fridge turned off. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry guys. Pausing the story there, but yeah, no. So, I mean, it's just the, the opportunity is there. I guess that's my point. I don't want to rant too much about it, but you know, that's my point is it's like, as long as you're trying, uh, oh, the, the world's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? It's not going anywhere. You could no go rush. out and do it. My thing is, is just don't, you know, don't limit yourself to a a, a content life, you know? Go right. explore. Go do what you got to do. And right. that's not even just exploring. I just had this conversation on this show uh, not too long ago with someone about this. And it's like, and you'll probably, you guys will probably hear it soon when it comes out. Um, just being content and like not wanting more you know what i mean like and that could be with anything it doesn't even mean traveling for me it is traveling i want to see the fucking world i want to see everything in the world but for some people it's not even um it doesn't even have to be traveling because obviously with eight almost eight billion people on this planet they're gonna have different interests so it's like video games you know what i mean like go explore a different video game you know like step out of your comfort zone and you're not gonna you're not gonna be disappointed. I feel like. Oh yeah, and you that might be caught off all. guard, but definitely not disappointed. It'll 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 season you in a way that you'll look back and be so appreciative. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And one of the things that I'm appreciative about going on these road trips with you was that I was able to sit next to the uh, Walmart brand of Jay Z. It's your boy. <laughs> I had to bring it up. Dude, yeah. There's so many times we got fucked the up. Walmart just, the Walmart version. The Equate, got, the Equate I, brand of JC. The Equate, yeah. Well, you know, at least it's an upgrade from Dollar General or yeah, something. Nah, you know? nah. I gave you some respect. I gave you some respect. But ain't nobody touching Jay-Z, man. Yeah. Right now, ain't nobody touching Jay-Z other than Jay-Z. But <laughs> we would get fucked up, chill in the car. And just freestyle, man. That shit was fucking hilarious. Gotta sharpen the blades. Even mm. if it's just silly and fun, that's been my whole... Oh, it was so stupid. Like, but it was a good stupid. You know what I mean? Not like a pointless, yeah. I'm wasting my time stupid. Right, absolutely. It was, um, you know, it was a good, stupid, fun type of, innocent, fun type of time. Yo, what the fuck, man? You didn't even tell me. I would have gotten you a fucking ashtray, dog. Oh, I'm over here ashing on this little thing. I appreciate go. it. You the man. See, look, now we in Paris. Niggas in Paris. <laughs> it's backwards for y'all. Um, so to touch light on that, right? You know, Sir App. What? What? It says Sir App. Sir App. Paris backwards. Oh, I thought you. 
I thought you were talking about Just someone's him up like in the head real quick. <laughs> Instagram handle or something. Yeah. Um, so like, so you do photography, you know, you dabbled with videography. Yep. And now you know, like, you've always had the art of making rap music. I'm good, thank you. Um, I like, I like a uh, alcohol. Alcohol is a, a great thing. I'm Portuguese, so yeah. we all like alcohol. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, you dabble with, um, you know, making some rap music as well. I'm yep. a big fan of, of the, the couple tracks that you you put out. And where's that? Where are you at with that? Are you still, like, having fun with that? Just, you know. Yeah, I still write. Um, and I still uh, – Dude, my studio, my my uh, mobile studio session, a mobile booth, as my homies you would might call have to, it. You might have to hop up in here one day. Yeah, no, I mean, like, definitely still all about it. Still got the energy for it. And, and I just think it's, like, one of those things that just, like, won't ever turn off. Some well, people are anxious about it. I'll tell you right it. now, I got the mics. I got the soundboard. Yeah. You know, if you ever want to come down here and start recording, you know, get creative in here. You're Which always I'm thinking welcome. out there. How I sound on the mic. <laughs> Do my voice sound good? Do I sound good? <laughs> no, but uh yeah, no, so I've been uh writing as much as I can like mentally find the time for. Gotcha. Um, you know, I truly commend people that are like giving like like every ounce of energy. Like their that whole they life have. to it, yeah. Like, and putting putting it into it, it, it truly inspires me and like music moves me on like all levels, man. I'm, you know, such an emotional person. Just yeah. to begin with being a Leo. Um music it just like contacts that directly. And well, you know, like no one can from Connecticut has actually like made it made it. Like there are some well known people in Connecticut, but no one from Connecticut has actually like been the guy in the rap game at all. And it's kind of unfortunate because you have all these people that are like they have talent, but like they're just not exposed, or maybe they're just missing a few things. It's inspiring. There's, there's, you know, there's, um, there's a a lot of talented people in Connecticut, and like some that I've, you know, either work with doing the video thing, or just you know sit, sitting back seeing them as like a fan. You know what I mean? Because I do like to listen to local talent. Don't get me wrong, I love. Uh, headliners and stuff like that don't get me wrong but like the like the homebrew talent is inspiring because it's like damn like it almost makes you feel like damn i i come from here maybe this place like brews this because yeah. i you know groton groton had had definitely you know uh quite a few talented people but you know uh, across the bridge in london it was just like man in sports and music and everything oh yeah a lot of talented people came yeah. out of new london and if i'm not mistaken i believe cassie the singer um who's married to p diddy i'm not or puff daddy um not I sure no if that's still fucking, a thing. yeah i don't even know but so yeah she came from new london she went new london high um no shit yeah yeah which is which is pretty dope i mean jordan reed jordan reed yeah nfl jordan tight reed end was yeah. in my math class that's wild. <laughs> Isn't He's that probably shit? massive. He was a big dude. Yeah. Like, but he like he definitely got bigger. Yeah, like way bigger. Yeah, he plays for Washington. Well, he played. Yeah. for I don't know if he still does, but yeah, he was a monster. And then he just got plagued with injuries, and then his career just went like kind oh, of no. south. Damn, yeah, that sucks to hear, man. But um, but yo, like you know, 
we have a lot of people that are creative in this state and I love that. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's so unfortunate that you don't have that guy. You know what I mean? Like we're so close to New York that I guess that everybody who wants to be that guy goes to New York to be that guy. That's the closest, maybe. I guess, place we have on the East yeah, coast. Yeah. So I mean, Boston too. We can't yeah. take it away from Boston. Yeah. What's your top five? Uh, top five rappers. Um, Specifically to you, because everybody has their top five. Yeah, absolutely. So starting right at the top is uh, Andre 3000. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's number one for you. Number one. All right. Um, and if you guys don't know who that is, um, if you're familiar with Outkast. Um, if you don't know who that is, you just need to not, just not listen. <laughs> go ahead, Google, because yeah, it might do ahead, you Google. a favor. Yeah, you might, yeah, you might actually learn something. Yo, like their music is uh, a staple in time. Yeah, no, outcast um, for sure. But uh, Andre Three Thousand lyrically for me is where I project myself to be. Okay. Uh, and 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 like the most influenced and inspired okay. by. Um, so second is kind of a tough one though because it does go between you know the most common um, Biggie and Tupac. Okay. Um, but I think I like would sit them at two and three, no matter how it sat. Yeah. Um, like two, two A and two B. Yeah, right. I just yeah. think uh, like equally, they are both extremely potent. Okay. Lyricists, um, performers, writers, um, and you know, definitely built the foundation um, for a lot of new music, new artists, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so forth. And, uh, but these are specific to you, right? These are specific. Okay, to Okay, okay, because because Definitely. because we're not measuring off of success here. We're not measuring off of anything. I like measure that. by how like people like affect me. Yeah, but when I ask you your top five, that's specifically your top five. You yes. Know what I mean, like, oh yeah, no. Interest in you know never, in these guys because my top five, you're gonna be like, yo, what? Never would I draw like off a list like offline or anything like yeah, that. Because like, if you want the most successful, you just look that shit up. I think if you're like a true fan of like hip hop and like rap and stuff like that, you have no problem digging for yeah. people and people's people's very people's answers, I guess, would vary or whatever. But that 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 for me is like such a close subject or whatever. Like you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I got him hip fire. But so anyway, um, Biggie, Tupac, however you see it, two and three, um, four is definitely Nas, and then five is gonna be DMX. Okay, damn. Yeah, that's a different. Yeah, damn. Jay Z not even in your top five, but you're the you're the closest thing to Jay Z I see. <laughs> <laughs> so you just mentioned your five, your top five rappers, right? Andre three thousand, Biggie, Pac, and Nas, Nas, and then um, DMX. DMX. Okay, yeah. those are your personal top fives. Yeah, go tos. Yeah. Okay, I think mine. Right off the bat, number one, Fifty Cent. My favorite rapper 50. of all time. Yeah. Love that dude. Um, second is tough because you got you got so many names out there, man. So second, I would have to go Jay-Z just because in my eyes, he's the GOAT. Don't matter how you slice it. Uh, That's just, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and then um, I'll throw in some, some, some newer rappers like um, – I think maybe third, I would have to give it to like, fuck, who do I give that to? Hmm, that's a lot. I mean, I respect, for example, I respect Eminem, but he's not in my top five. 
Like, I respect Eminem as one of the best rappers ever, but he's not in my top five. So, number three, I'd probably have to give to Biggie. I really fuck with Biggie. I think out of Biggie and Tupac, in my opinion, he's the better one. And then um, number four, I'll throw in some newer names. I'll go, um, I'll go J. Cole, number four. And then a lot of people are going to be like, yo, what the fuck? But Pop Smoke, number five. R.I.P. to Pop Smoke. But, yeah, dude, he's like the newer age because obviously, like, I hate how new rap is, really. I I really do. I'm not, like, I'll be honest. I just don't like it, you know. But he's a newer style rap. And, like, he's in that same category. But he, like, is such a 50 Cent fan, probably the only person on this earth that's more of a 50 cent fan than me. And, um, (laughs) and he like implements like some of his shit into his songs and 50 cent, like pretty much after he died, he finished producing the whole album for him. And like, you know, they were close uh, uh, whatever, but yeah, dude, I I fucking love that. That was like, definitely had to be in the top five of my personal. Yeah, no, that's dope. Definitely. Um, I wish it was like a top 10. Because I have like so many other people. Well, you can go would, down like, the list, squeeze. bro. Six through ten, you could go. I mean, because it's like I, I want to squeeze like Fonte of Little Brother. Okay. I want uh, Talib and Most Def. Yeah. What's that? Seven and eight. Um, I mean Eminem would definitely be up yeah, there. Yeah, Eminem. He's dude, a crazy. He's, he's on another level, uh, and like I just, I just don't listen to him as much because it's like all older shit that like i've listened to a million times it's so overdone in my book yeah for me you know some people still listen to the same old songs and um yeah no i just L- la- lastly i think that was uh that was nine there so M- eminem would be nine uh so for my last one i know it's cheating but like i just want to like sneak into or excuse me three people in a in into a category of being potent as uh writers like and coming up all the pretty much like all at the same time um and there's other people that i could name in that category but i think them being the most like standout like potent ones okay i think i kind of know where you're going with this yeah it's uh j cole kendrick and drake drake definitely um drake definitely could sneak in on my top five because i listen to him a lot you know i i grew up listening to him so He's just on another level too. You got these stars that are on another level versus these guys that like they have glimpses of success and then they're just stagnant. Yeah. You know. So Kendrick is good. Kendrick mm. lyrically's a fucking monster. Pioneer. Just... Yeah. But I don't know, man. Like it's hard to narrow it down to like your like when you go into your phone and you, your go tos to listen to, that's your top five. Not like you don't go and and say like who you think is the top five because if I say who I think the top five of all time is, that's a whole different, different list. Yeah, oh yeah. Because you got people like Jay Z in there. You got people like Tupac and Biggie in there. Yeah. You got people like Drake in there. Eminem, like the big names of their generations. And the reason why I don't like those lists is because it's at the end of the day, it's a person. Yeah. Making it. Yeah. You get, and yeah. they have an opinion. Whether it's yeah. a board of people, they're still persons. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's somebody's opinion. So, I mean, like, I think that question should be personalized. Oh, yeah, it has to be because, like, yo, 
how are we gonna what are we rating this off if we're rating this off of grammys then what like you know what i mean like that's stupid yeah. you can't like the guy could win the most fucking grammys ever but like sound like shit you know just let just let people that want to talk about that type of stuff talk about it i mean at from from for me if it's in your music um chances are you're probably not gonna really yeah fall fall on the list um, a lot of people tell me that 50 cent really isn't even that like successful or great of a rapper and that's that's fine but like i think all of it's false i, I think yeah but i think like you know that's at the end of the day that's the guy that i listen to on a daily basis like that's my go-to it's hard you know and some people don't even consider him a rapper they they consider him like an r&b star and it's just Mm -hmm. like how do you define the difference between a rapper and r&b star because you got people like drake who Mm. is a pop star r&b star rapper fucking you name it it's unfortunate but these people are coming in and they're 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 being i'm sure at one point or another pretty organic and then peering in a bit further and seeing what's going to work. Yeah. And again, what's, what's the un, un, unfortunate part is that it, you're being forced into a corner in a box to make stuff that is going to generate sell. Sa- yeah. sales. Cause if you get signed to a record label, they're going to want money from you. They're going to want right. you to produce income. And so that's why they get they they go in one way and they come out another, you know. Like it sucks because yeah, there's yep, absolutely because you you end up uh, being okay with that opinion based work life, mm-hmm. or you um you see it and you become conscious of it and you get your money right and use the opportunity to create your own foundation. Oh yeah, you know, go from there. I uh, Nipsey Hustle, I mean, generated he his was... whole thing from. You know, doing shows and he was on the come so up. Forth. He I was mean, he was about to make a a big impact. I mean, that's the thing is, is just like it wasn't being televised and yeah. advertised as 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 much as it was towards the end, the near end. Yeah, and it's probably because he was on his own, right? He wasn't. Was he on his own? Yeah. Well, he was independent. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, but I mean, he had a team. He had a really big team. Still, still has a really big team. Yeah, his no. wife, um, who was in the movie uh, ATL with Ti, uh, Lauren yeah. London. Yep, um, is still you know everything's fully operational. His brother, uh, everything's fully operational, and uh, the the like the biggest thing is it's like more than the music for them too. It's uh, apparel and stuff like that. So they're really like, it's a movement. It's a culture. Yeah, in general, uh, the whole. Um, but that's cool though. You know what I mean? Marathon. Like that he could leave a legacy like that, you know? And like it's unfortunate these guys get wrapped up in some shit and they end up getting killed. It sucks because it's a it, it's a man, that's a tricky situation. I can't even call it. I seen videos but I man, that's a tricky situation. It just sucks it even happened in general. Oh, of course. Cuz um, you lose all these great artists. You lost Biggie, you lost Pac, you lost, you know, Nipsey Hustle and a lot more to just dumb violence you know and it sucks because i i was a for example i was a big pop smoke fan and now i'll never hear any fucking um any music made by him no it'll just only be like the unreleased stuff uh which yeah no it sucks man it's definitely depressing a lot of my friends are little snoop fans 
Oh man, little Snoop, man. I he was on the fucking come up, man. Right before he that died, that boy was good, man. Yeah. Or is good. We'll, he reminds you know, me of a lot like on. Meek Mill. I mean, but like way more potent. Fucking you could crazy. see it in Meek yeah. Mill's face that like that boy was like better than anybody that was gonna step into that studio. Like, yo, just just his energy, how confident he was. How That's what you need. Well articulated, but. Yeah like deep southern he was you know like yeah. like they're not all like that well articulated where you can you know really understand it unless you're brewed from that culture you know what oh I mean? definitely yeah it's crazy it's crazy that it's crazy man like the amount of like he beat my bad sorry he beat um deshaun jackson's artist for ten thousand dollars on camera ti was there you could probably still find we can find it on YouTube, bro. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's 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 just crazy, man. I love to see uh that again, you know, like we said earlier in the episode, man, um music for me, like it just generates so much. So it sounds stupid. I'm gonna get real cheesy here for a second, but if a performance on for example, if a performance on America's Got Talent or uh American Idol or even the newest show, which I thought was so fucking dope, um Rhythm and flow. Oh, Cardi that was B. dope. That was dope, bro. These things. D Smoke's last performance killed it. The Last Supper killed it. Reminds me a lot, like Kendrick. Yeah, definitely, definitely a lot. He gets a lot of comparisons to that. But yo, when I like experience some of these things, I don't even have to be there. It doesn't even have to be live. I cry. Yeah. When it hits, like when it really, when when it really, really hits me. I cry. Oh yeah, it's an art form, man. It's beautiful. It's like your your that's your like your music is your palette, you know, and and that's where you display your art. And so a lot of people do it through music. A lot of people do it through photography and everything. So that to me, that's like the best thing about it is the fact that you could be that creative and and express yourself in any way. You know, mm-hmm. you might not necessarily agree with how they're expressing themselves, but the fact that you can express right. yourself in any way makes this the, the the world we're living in. You know, that's a positive thing to look at. It reminds us that this is material, at least the things that we can touch and buy and eat and, you know what I mean, drink at a, at our convenience and stuff like that. That's all just a leisure of this society i mean at the end of the day what truly connects us to the meaning or the 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 reason that we're here is i think these divine experiences whether it's sudden you know near death um, yeah baby being born into the world yeah it sucks but going to war yeah going to prison all this stuff impacts your mind no, definitely. In a very different way where you at one point or another experience a divine um reminder, I like to think of it. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Just, and um you know, I think that what it comes down to is having the freedom though, you know, and, and like being able to do whatever you want realistically within the confines of the law, but do whatever you want and like express yourself in any way. You know, I think that's a beautiful thing that a lot of people, that's the one, that's like the one positive thing from my generation that I love about my generation is that we, 
we have all these tools. Like we're talking on microphones right now to a bunch of people that they might not necessarily know you personally, but they're taking the time to hear you hear you out. And and the fact that I could sit here and do this whenever I feel like it and express myself in any way, if I have a strong opinion about whatever, I could come on here and talk shit if I want to. I have the freedom to do that, and that's such a fucking great thing. Oh yeah, you know, and and, and the fact that. You know, I even thought, and mo- a lot of people in this world too think the same way. They they thought they could, you know, just make a podcast and and the creativity's there. You know, like I didn't just think of this. I didn't just get this idea passed to me. No, it was uh, you, there's Sat some creativity. There's some Absolutely. creativity behind it, and a lot of people in our generation are are creative as fuck. There's a lot of side business. Like, yo, you need some like. Fancy ass cookies for your fucking kids party. I make cakes and I fucking design like cookies and shit like that. And I fucking do like there is so much creativity going on in this world. And that's the one positive thing that I could see oh, know, it's, through all the negative. Absolutely. Um, it's a awesome time to be a creative, too, because you got so much at your disposal. I mean, yeah, so many tools. Uh, all sorts of equipment and technology. Stuff. technology technology is killing advancing it. yeah like crazy the only thing the only thing that i'm probably gonna get a robot penis in like 20 years so we'll see <laughs> <laughs> the the only thing that i could see a negative thing to be a creative in this day and age is that everybody wants to be a creative and it's extremely hard to make a significant living off of being just a creative. Oh, absolutely. Whereas before, your profession was a photographer. You are the photographer of like your town. You know, you're, you're, you, you, that's a career. You know what I mean? Like there are, you can make careers out of being the creative. But now it's harder to make a successful career, mostly for me at least, right? In my experiences, like my photography is great. I love it. You know, it, 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 it generates some money, but it's like side money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not like a career. Mm-hmm. And imagine if I wanted to do that as a career. I know there's steps that I could take and, you know, things that I could do differently and, and, and always get better. But it, it's such a populated, you know, oh, absolutely. Trying to get thing to stuff. do. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a lot harder to do nowadays. Oh, yeah. And so that's the only downfall I see. But the fact that people are getting creative means that they are getting creative instead of, like, going out and doing drugs, going out and, like <laughs> – fucking breaking the law breaking the law no no you're you're literally doing something positive instead of something negative and and that to me goes beyond making a career out of it it goes to just it says a lot about the person it says a, a lot about the culture that we're living in with all this negativity in our world like these like few positive things that we see we gotta like grapple onto them you know what i mean and and really like appreciate them because that's what it is people are getting creative and that's a beautiful thing. Oh, absolutely. And I don't think it's going to stop either. I mean, everybody's picking up cameras and all sorts of stuff. I mean, what's going on right now currently without putting out the name? Yeah. It's got everybody at home, new hobbies, all sorts of stuff, um, really giving them some extra time to p- pick up, you know, whatever yeah. they want, which is, you know, really cool, too, because I feel like that is a piece of the balance. Yeah. Well, you've been keeping busy, right? So... Yeah. You know, you've been keeping busy through all this bullshit and um I just got a telescope. 
I know. Oh my god! I'm <laughs> why don't so you, excited? You know, to wrap things up here, why don't you uh, let everybody know what you're working on, some projects you're doing, where they could find you, and like where they could find your work, and and all that good stuff. Absolutely. I'll tell you what. We'll start right at the top because I'm very excited about this, and I didn't even get a chance to tell you, so you're gonna hear this live as well too. Breaking news. Breaking news. Um, the hard work is paying off, and people are taking notice, and the. I'm not sure if you know that I uh, volunteer for the observatory yeah, yeah, yeah. as an astronomer, uh, but I was recently given... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's got it in his pocket. Given a set of keys oh. to the observatory. So now I sleep and oh I work there. Uh, oh, shit. Around the clock. Okay. And so as long as the nights are clear and, you know, I don't have too much moon interference to, you know, interrupt whatever whatever I'm shooting... Uh, I pretty much live there now. So, oh shit! Yeah, so it's uh, definitely official. That means I have access to dedicated uh, astronomy cameras, uh, bigger telescopes, bigger mounts. Um, well, goddamn, yeah, <laughs> my dude, my dude's making moves. Yeah, Good yeah, I uh, appreciate it, man. So I'm definitely trying in a tr- very trying time. You know, yeah. trying to keep consistent with the hobbies. And, That's your and stuff little like oasis, that. right? Absolutely, for so sure. Like this, this is my little oasis. You have to have your your vices, your bubbles, your your. You have to have these little things that keep you sane, oh, right? Oh and it's man, like, yeah. I mean, it's dude, big. congrats, man. I didn't know that you didn't. Yeah, you definitely thanks. did not tell me that. <laughs> I was just gonna drop it on. No, that's dope. That, that's cool, man. Like, what the Hell fuck? Yeah. Uh, no, you you definitely worked hard enough for it, and you and you stay consistent. Yeah. You know. Hell yeah, dude. I. I breathe this stuff. So, I mean, it's 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 about time that Scott there at the observatory, the director of the Frosty Drew Observatory in Charlestown, Rhode Island, um, he recognized it. He acknowledged that I was didn't mind standing in the cold. I didn't care about any of that. I, I wanted and was very willing to learn 100% of the time. Um, and it got to the point where I got comfortable enough to where I could set up my my gear and I didn't have to suffer anymore. I could wait in the car with the heat on watching yeah, Netflix yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where I've been spending my Friday nights. I, I, I volunteer there. Um, stop in, I believe it's a $5 donation. Um, you have to join a mailing list. Uh, it's a frosty Again, that's frosty Um, you can find tickets there. You can even gain access to the dome where they're showing, uh, objects in even higher magnifications. So you're getting, crazy detailed views i mean earlier this year we looked we looked at the polar ice caps on mars what and you know it's it's not filling the frame or the eyepiece i gotta take a look out there bro yeah. you can now that i have keys you can join me whenever you want oh there's, bro shit. there's a fridge might even have to do a podcast out there no <laughs> yo let's get it bro. <laughs> all right all there's right. a fridge there's an oven there's a microwave there's a sink the only thing it doesn't have is a uh strip like a club. bed or a strip club it sucks <laughs> balls. fucking assholes That'd be get amazing, a strip club <laughs> you know? like, girls dressed up as martians and shit you know um no so the only thing it doesn't have is a bed um, okay. but i have an air mattress because i'm an avid camper there you go um so i just kind of set that up so i've been spending all my time there but primarily what i do you guys is um i run uh night sky photography workshops and the name of our organization is our galaxy workshops which is a sponsor for the clocked out podcast i was gonna say so uh you guys might be familiar if you listen yeah, yeah. in and you guys uh have heard this commercial um so, yeah, uh, what we do there is we take people out to various dark sky locations. I tried to um, 
or excuse me, I tend to bring people to like the most ideal. So sometimes that means it's even a bit of a challenge. Nothing. I never make people hike or anything like that, but sometimes it, it can be five, six hours away driving yeah. time and stuff like that, but they're remote and they're very like iconic locations. And it's a chance to get, I mean, beautiful unaided views like into and just our like galaxy. that hike we mentioned earlier it's worth it it is absolutely worth it it's nothing i never make them do that if they're paying me i never make them do yeah. that <laughs> but I if it's us not. just having you fun I'm just like... that, i have to pay you to climb that shit i'd be pissed yeah, yeah <laughs> you know i can imagine so yeah no nothing like that and you know as we continue to evolve um we want to curate even bigger and bigger stuff where it's just thoughtless for people like when you go yeah. on a cruise it's like you know like so to speak a one-click fix it's we want to curate something to where it's a complete experience to where you're getting the night sky um, experience where we go out at dark, but we may um, have a hotel set up for you. Yeah. We may have your flight set up for you. Yeah. We, and you just pay one price. And you just pay one price. That way yeah. you're not having to go out of your way and do all these things. And maybe on the last day, maybe throughout the trip, there's a lot of variables there. But And you cater to all experiences. Y- yes. And like – uh I think what I want to do to add into the experience is to um, do post-processing and all that stuff. So it's just complete from start to finish. So people generate an image before they even leave the trip. Well, that's really good, man. Honestly. Absolutely. Um, if you want to drop any like Instagram handles or. Uh... Oh, so you can find uh, our Galaxy Workshop at our Galaxy Workshop on Instagram. And it's at our Galaxy Workshops uh, on Facebook uh we also have a website as well too where you can find more information you can also register for any upcoming workshops you can view our gallery to see any photos from our previous workshops and so forth you can also connect with our instagram as well too uh from there um and we will have more added to the page anywhere Um, they could they could find you personally um, so, yeah, once you're done with the um, Our Galaxy Workshop page um, and you're not trying to spend any more time looking at that, I try to dress it up a little neatly yeah, for people. Yeah. So make sure you check it out. I got some uh, some cool art there, a lot of stuff I spent a good amount of time on, and beautiful art by, um, like, all sorts of people from, like, all over New England and, uh, you know, even further out sometimes. But, yeah, so personally, if you're looking for my personal work, if you're trying to creep on me, Come holler at your boy at <laughs> the eye of the mind on Instagram. Um, currently, my Facebook is set up just for my personal. Yeah, life. No, you don't have to drop all that. You don't have to drop all that. Just, you know, a place you, where they could find you. So, the, the well, the good thing about Facebook, and I do want to mention it, is that you could also get affiliated with uh, the organization that I work through. Cool. A bit easier. So if you are looking on Facebook, it's just James Crouch, and that'll help you just remember my name if you can't remember the uh, screen names I dropped there for you. But one more time for the workshops. It was Our Galaxy Workshops, and uh, my personal is at The Eye of the Mind. Um, and we are working on TheEyeOfTheMind.com. Excuse me, www.TheEyeOfTheMind.com is still in the process. We are getting ready to – Congratulations on that. Appreciate it, my dude. Getting ready to do a uh, – online gallery and stuff make it so uh if we ever reach ten thousand followers on uh, social media they can just swipe up and purchase a print that's awesome that's awesome gotta try to generate generate revenue out of this because like you said man it is really really tough to do so shit i hope you you know nothing but the best obviously and uh i appreciate you coming on the show yes sir absolutely anytime man hell yeah you're definitely gonna be back on thank you guys for listening and um you know you could catch us every tuesday 
the Clocked Out Podcast, and also uh, I do a sports show called All Talk on Facebook Live if you want to reach out and talk shit, I guess. I don't know. But thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Jay-Z's out. (laughs) It's your boy. (laughs) All right, later, guys.